Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of Sex. Is it 12? It, I think it's 13. It might be 13. Welcome to episode 13. Lucky number 13. Of Sex Recruiting Podcast. I am here with my co host, Matt, whatever your middle name is, Vi. <laughs> and I'm here with my co host, Dr. Ben Spears. Your middle name must be Ben. Because <laughs> <My laughs> the doctor's your first is name. Ben. <laughs> my parents were not very creative. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, Matt? Absolutely fantastic. How are you, Ben? I'm doing so well. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going, you know, going on today, and that's how I like the days to go. Absolutely, we got a, we got a lot to do today. But before we get into that, we've got a, and, and I know that most of the people listening to this by audio, right? But if yep. by chance you're looking at it on video, you'll notice our backdrop. We are in sunny Florida. It is an absolutely gorgeous day, and it was difficult to come inside. We're right here on the water. Yeah. And, and it is absolutely beautiful. The water is almost like glass out there. It's nice and warm. It's inviting. It was tough to come in here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I got my fishing rod out here, um, leaning up against the thing. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to be to go. turning around, <laughs> taking a look at it, like make sure it's not, not all bent over. But uh. <laughs> Yeah, because we, uh, we're in salt water. Fish will just take it. Yeah, exactly. They will take it. They will eat that rod. Absolutely. So, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be talking about, you know, how to be, you know, an, an effective executive today, right? Absolutely. Peter Drucker, man. Who, who doesn't love Peter Drucker? The guy's just absolutely incredible. You know, he's, uh, what was he? He was born at the turn of the century, right? And, uh, and uh, you know, ni- 1900s, 1910s, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you guys were neighbors, right? We, uh, okay, real yeah, funny, Ben. So, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, you threw me off with that, Ben. I, I, <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, man. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, no, we weren't neighbors, and and uh, we were born, uh, you know, quite a few years apart. For those of you who are wondering, who are not watching this on video, and who are just listening to the audio, uh, no, I'm I'm not quite that old, but uh, but you know, he's uh, so he's well known for for all of the business practices, and I mean, you know, the biggest thing was, uh, you know, he kind of invented the concept known as you know management by objectives and, and having self control and discipline in, in in what you're doing in your business instead of just being great at it, right? So that's yep. kind of the foundation before the the e myth and everything of, you know, saying just because you're great at something doesn't mean you can run the business. A great electrician doesn't mean you can run the electric company, right? Yep, exactly. And, and so he, uh, you know, he started out in the, in the early 1900s and, and uh, you know, I think he passed away in 2005, 2006, something like that. But we're going to talk a little bit about those five principles that he discussed. And then, of course, we're going to tie them into what? Recruit, pro- probably recruiting. Probably I'm recruiting. not sure, but probably. <laughs> probably recruiting. So, uh, so yeah, let's let's uh, let's dive right into it, right? So, do we want to do all five on this episode, or do we want to do a couple on this episode and do another episode with some more? How do you want to? How do you want to? I mean, I, I I think what we do, like we've done in the past, is we just we just go into the five. If it seems like this episode's gonna, you know, take a little bit longer, we'll just make it a two part two part series. Love it, yeah, killer. So, <clears throat> you know, for, first and foremost, um, you know, the, the 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 first thing that he talks about, he was very good at because he, he you know, he lived from the early 1900s. <laughs> Into the 2000s, this dude could manage his time, because <laughs> yeah, <no laughs> right? he had plenty. He had plenty of it. Uh, probably didn't seem like that day to day, like the rest of us. You know, right. we always feel like, oh, it's not enough time. That's right. But you know, this this guy knew how to manage time. And when when it comes to recruiting, you know, I I know you've got some things to say about that as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And and so you know what he what he really focused on was you know continually monitoring and improving your time as the person that's in charge. 
instead of just being the person that, uh, you know, that, that gets to kind of spend their day, you know, punching the button, right? Just yeah. hitting the thing. And that's all you got to do all day long. Spacely pull, sprockets. Right, push the lever down, push the lever up, push the lever down, push the lever up. Instead of, instead of all of that, he was like, as the, as the executive, as the person in charge, you constantly have to be improving what you're doing, right? Yeah. So, so what does that mean? So there's some people out there listening to the podcast right now. Kudos, right? Yep. So what's happening is they are, they are taking some of their time. Hopefully they're learning things from what we're, we're talking yep. about and they're applying it to what they do, but they're being intentional about that application. So one of the, one of the big things that, that he talked about was, you know, focusing on, uh, uh things that you could measure, uh, outwardly, yep. uh, by doing them, by doing a good job with them to begin with, and then being able to measure them outwardly so that other people could see it so that they could, it would impact how they did their job also. So what that means is if you're a recruiting manager, if you're an owner that, that, you know, has uh, got your sleeves rolled up and you're, and you're out there recruiting, you want your staff to see you doing recruiting the right way. You know, one of the things that I tell agents all the time is, you know, if you're, you know, how you practice is how you perform, right? Yep. So if you don't learn how to handle objections, meaning if you don't practice it and if you don't have an accountability partner or somebody to role play with, even if you've got a pretty good idea of what to say, it's going to be a long time between one, one, you have to handle one objection one time and one objection the next time, right? Yep, absolutely. So if you're not practicing on a, on a regular basis, you're not in practice of that. Well, the same thing happens whenever you're recruiting. If you're doing a great job and you're practicing your recruiting and your staff sees you practice your objection handling and recruiting, they see you saying, hey, look, we're, we got recruits coming in. We got three of them coming in this week. Let's take just a minute and everybody, let's clean everything up. That is you outwardly showing them how they should handle and be part of the success that you need to have with recruiting. That's you doing the stuff you need to. That's you practicing and your staff seeing you practice so that growth is part of what you're trying to accomplish as your company, right? Yep, absolutely. You know, practice doesn't make perfect practice makes permanent. Absolutely. Amen, brother. <clears throat> yep. And, and, and so we talk a lot about, um, you know, growth, uh, not, not being the manager's job, right. But being the company's culture. That's right. Absolutely. And of course, you know, we, we boil everything down to, to recruiting on this podcast. That's the premise, but it, it it's across, it's across the board, it right? Is. Whether yep. it comes from your training, your education, your retention, there's so many different ways to grow within a brokerage um, That's you right. know, don't, don't, don't get caught up if, especially if you guys are the owners out there and you have managers, uh, don't get caught up in, well, gosh, everything, you know, lives and dies by, you know, how many recruits did we get today? Right. Yeah, that's absolutely not the that's absolutely not the best way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. That's like the opposite of the best way to look at it because yep. all that does is teaches the people that are looking to focus on just the result and not yep. the activities that helped accomplish the result. That's exactly right. Right. So that's that's where that whole you know uh, you know outward the measurable contributors comes in. It comes into play with monitoring your time correctly. So what's a, so what's the next one, Ben? What's the next one we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna dig into here? Yeah. So so Number so this, two. yeah, this is all about how you contribute, right? So he talks about you know choosing what to contribute to your organization, you know, and asking the right, the, right, the right question, right? And the question being, what results are expected of me? Right. And so important. So that's, yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's really, it's really easy to, 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 to flip the camera around, <laughs> flip the camera around and be looking at everybody else. Oh yeah. Hey, I expect this out of you. I expect this out of you. Um, but not, not necessarily, not necessarily the flip side, which is, you know, what, what should I, what should I be recruiting or, or contributing every day on, on a, on a regular basis. So if everyone knows what they're supposed to do in their role, and everybody's kind of being congratulated. 
all that does is the the rising tide raises all ships. And I'm not just saying that because we're on the water today, right? Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll keep an eye. There's a hurricane coming. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that is a rising tide, by the way. Yeah. So so, uh, but a rising tide raises all ships. Right. So if if you're choosing as the leader, as the person that's in charge of recruiting of your office, what everyone's role is, and you're helping them aspire to a higher level on that on that on that role, you're, that means you're constantly asking those questions. What can we do a little bit better? What are we measuring? Do we need to measure something a, a different way? Do we need to take a closer look at this? All of those little adjustments with all of the people that you're working with, because you're the, you're the one in charge, right? We're not we're not talking necessarily to the to the manager who's just coming in and he recruits and then he goes home. That's yeah. not who we're talking to, right? Yeah. We're we're talking to, you know, the people that are making the decisions of how everybody's going to handle their time and and who's going to be making uh, phone calls and connections and who's in charge of the content and who's running the podcast if that's what you're doing. That's who we're talking to on this. That means you have to keep an eye on all the other things that are going on to make sure everybody's contributing so that you can take a look at the results to see what adjustments need to be made. Yeah, and 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 sometimes, you know, being that decision maker, you know, you have to roll up your sleeves and mm-hmm. and if 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 not everything's being contributed the way that it should, you know, some of the decisions you need to make. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so some of the tough decisions. <laughs> maybe some maybe some easy some of those are easy, but yeah. some of the tough decisions. Um but also, yeah, I you know, I'm I'm the captain of this ship and you know, I need to I need to make sure that, that get that gets done whether someone else is not doing it or not. That's exactly right. And so and so you which actually leads us right into the next one, which you talk about this all all the time, right? Yep. You know, everybody being in the right seat on the on the bus. Yep. So if you're if you're measuring and taking a look at what everybody's doing, right, and you're making sure that, you know, everybody's spending their time the the right way and everything, part of being effective with that is building on people's strengths, right? Exactly. Which is the next one. Yep. Yeah. So that means that you're going to make sure that the right person is sitting in the right seat on the bus so that everybody enjoys the ride as much as as much as, as possible, right? Yep. So uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk on, on this one uh, uh, for just a little for just a little bit uh, for because I know that you love this one and you've done a, a bunch of uh, study yeah, and background. Everybody on, grab on your this popcorn. One. That's right. You know, just grab here we your go. popcorn. Here we go. You know, yep. I get to talk. Uh, <laughs> which which rarely happens on the podcast. In case you, you guys the uh, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even like to talk, guys. So this this, this is a perfect perfect marriage here. The but but as far as far as strengths go, you know the, the book Good to Great. Um, yeah. You know Collins. Can't remember his first. Can't remember his first name. Not Tom Collins. That's a drink. Yeah, I don't think it was Tom Collins, <laughs> but we'll say it was. Um, look good to great. He talks about, you know, having the right people on the bus, um, even necessarily before, you know, you, you decide on the destination that the, that the bus, Absolutely. that the yeah. bus is going to go. And, you know, I think, I think too, too many times, you know, a, a great example of this is like, you know, hiring your buddies. Yeah. <laughs> right. Dangerous. And, yeah, exactly. And just, you know, try, trying to get, trying to just get as many people on the bus, um, as much as really focusing on, you know what? You know the old saying, "slow, slow to hire, quick to fire." Right. Um, I just want to make sure that before I even let one person set foot on the bus, that they're that they're in the right seat. And the biggest way to do that um, is to know what a person's strengths are. I'm a huge proponent of the uh, of the Strength Finder test. That's another book, Strength Finder. It's done by uh, uh, Gallup Clifton. Um, uh, Jim Collins is the other guy. Yeah, Jim Collins. Hey, right. So you're, you're close. Right. All right. So it's three <laughs> letters. One letter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's a $20 book. It comes with a code. You take a test. It, it, it tells you your strengths. And, and, and it is so eye-opening to say, you know what? Gosh, like this person struggled so much, right? We talk a lot about how um, brokers who are really good at retaining mm-hmm. 
struggling with with recruiting with the activities that it takes to recruit absolutely. yes of course and and you know with 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 the things that we we do on the back end redwood recruiting and your coach and, and our coaching or whatever um you know we 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 really help help those those brokers uh, who are great at re- retaining learn how to how to recruit based on their strengths and that's right. exactly what this is talking about and then they come to us and they're like well gosh like this doesn't even feel like re- re- recruiting anymore we heard that this week <laughs> exactly and 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 that that's that's so that's what we're talking about. It's it's not like gosh, well, I can't stand that guy. You know, he's just he's not good at this one task. Yeah, kick him off the bus. Yeah. No, it's it's he's good at something. We all have our strengths. Find the right seat on the bus for that person, and 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 put him there. Yeah, attempt to let him succeed in that. Yeah. So so having the the strength is absolutely part of it. But the other part of the the flip side of the same coin. Yep. Uh, is uh, you got to have a good job description, right? Exactly. So one of the things that, that people run into is you know they they they're looking for certain uh, uh, components that make a good person for what they think is the recruiting job that they're doing, and if the recruiting job that they're doing is not a uh, uh, is not really well defined, then they hire someone that they, they you know how many times have we heard. Uh, that, that it's a good sale. You know, you're going to make a good salesperson. The reason why people say that is because they're really good at, at, at conversations. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to get on a soapbox for just a second. Right. Dude, so have, here we have go. All right. So, my feet uh, up. so uh, you hear people say this all the time that they'll come in and they're interviewing or they're talking to a broker or something like that. You know, we have the brokers tell us this and, and, and the person will say, I'm really easy to talk to. A lot of people told me I'm, I'm, I'm good at starting conversations. I'm going to make a great salesperson. Okay. Yep. The job description is not being great at talking. That's not what the job description of, yep. a, of a great real estate agent is. So, so what they're being told is you have a strength on something, but it's not matching a certain part of their job. Yes, you have to be able to meet people. Yes, you have to be able to, to start the conversation and everything. But at some point, you got to shut up too. And yep. so if all the person is told is, hey, you know, you're, you're great at talking, you're great at breaking the ice, you're great at getting things going and, and getting things started, and, and so you should get into sales. Then, and if they're not taught any differently than that, they think their whole job is to talk the entire time. So it's not just about what your strength is. Yeah. It's about a good description of what the job is, especially in recruiting, to make sure that people are, are in the right position, doing the right thing the right way, so that you don't end up with that, you know, with that real estate agent. You guys have heard about it before. They talk their way into a transaction. They talk their all the way through, and they talk their, their way right out of the other side of the transaction because yeah. they wouldn't shut up long enough to, to listen. Yeah. Right? No, you're exactly right. That's, that's a beautiful point. And, uh, you know, I, w- I was all, you know, because – contrary to popular belief you guys i talk i talk too <laughs> but <laughs> you know. that's only when he's not confronted with a real talker like me <laughs> yeah exactly like man like button heads here but you know that that that's you know I, I i have that gift of you know making friends quick and 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 and, and being able to to basically relate relate to people quickly right um and i was told a lot man you should go into sales you should go into sales mm-hmm. well you know i tried sales Homie, that ain't <laughs> that ain't you. That ain't me, right? <laughs> yeah, right. that 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 ain't me. And uh, and and so you're exactly right. There there are certain certain strengths that people can have, but that that job description and and knowing, and, but that and that, but that's where you really get as a, as a decision maker, as that broker owner. That's where you get really good over time of being able to meet with somebody. Like this is one thing that you know I can just I can say about Matt that really impresses me. You can be in the room with him for like five minutes, and this guy has you like measured up yeah 
<laughs> right? And but it's but but he's just he's been in the room with so many people mm-hmm. and, and 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 studied these things. But but everyone can get there over time to really say like yes like this 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 person's going to be a right fit for this. Yep. And and and. And, and this person's not, but but I have good reason to say that. Right. So so use their strength, and and put them into a role that ha- that that has to have somebody that's strong in that role, but don't think that's the entire description. Yeah. It would be a key to success with with that one for sure. Right. And uh, and so uh, you know so setting the setting the right priorities right, and yep. then uh, and then you know effective decision making. Those are those are kind of the last two. Let's let's tackle these right. Yeah, and and so, and, and I love a list. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love a list. I love deadlines. I like knowing like I got to get this done. You know, by this date, by, by this, by time, this yeah. date, and this time, and you know, it makes me feel good. And and you know, your wife Tammy, like if I get something done, she'll give me a sticker, right? A gold know? star, and that yeah, a right. gold star, and that just makes me feel so good about myself, right? You know, it just warms my heart, right? And uh, because you know, Tammy runs a list. Yeah, Tammy, Tammy is, runs the list. Tammy pretty much is my list. <laughs> hey, so, so I say this awfully lovingly to my wife. Yeah. But, uh, but once you're, if you get off that list, she's like a jockey, man. She will ride you to the finish line of that list. You are not going to get away from that list because she wants it done because she knows it's the best thing to do. She has those priorities set up. Yeah. She has them in line. And, you know, first things get done first. You've got to stay on track. You've got to make sure you get from point A to point B to point Z. And you measure them to make sure that you stay on that. Yep. But but uh, you know we joke with uh, you know we joke around with her at the, at the house sometimes calling her a jockey because she'll she'll make sure everybody stays on track with all the stuff that they're supposed to do. I like it. No no skipping steps, right? That's right. Uh-uh. And no shortcuts. You do everything the right way, and uh, you know you get some apple pie at the end. Right. And uh, but <laughs> but yes, as as far as list goes, first priorities. I think that's an easy one that everyone can understand. So no, I don't I don't think there's a lot of time a lot of reason to to necessarily stay on this. Let's let's bring that straight into recruiting. Right. Yep. So when, when when you think of that, we all know what a list is. We all know how to say, yeah, this, you know, maybe we maybe we make our priorities um, the things that we like to do. And they're not really Whoops, the, 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 the top priorities. Uh-oh, like, oh, yeah, I really got to get that round of golf in this morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that I just can't push that off again. Yeah. Um, but from right. a recruiting standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, what, what does that priority list look like, you know, on a, on a day to day or a month to month? Um, yeah, you know, such for, a, for the listeners out there, such a great, uh, a great transition into this because this is extremely important. Because here's what happens a lot of times: person knows that there's the, they get started right. Yep. It's like when you buy new software. You you know, let's say that you go to a seminar and you buy some new software, and then you come back Monday and you're like, man, I'm gonna put this software into place in my business <laughs> yeah. and I'm gonna work right. And then by Thursday, all of a sudden, where where are you at? Right, you're, you're back. Like, where's to my half, legal pad? At? That's right. <laughs> halfway to what you were doing before, and halfway the software. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, you've integrated it to 10% of the use of it yeah. instead of you know the other 60 or 70% that would make a difference. Let alone the other 90% that would actually transition your business. Right. Yeah. So recruiting and having uh, and having a list and making sure that you uh, that you stay on track with those priorities, uh, you know, all of that is going to fall in place the same way it would with you disciplining yourself on making sure that you use that new software. So what happens is people say, you know what, I need some new agents. I'm going to make some calls to the co-op transactions, as an example. Now we've got a very complete co-op transaction protocol, right? But you know, in and and that protocol starts with connecting with the agents in your office, right? Because re-recruiting, right? We're not going to get into that. But yeah. but it starts with that. 
then it goes with contacting the other people. But how you contact the other people that you did, that your office did the co-op transactions with makes a difference. You have to reach out to them first. They have, first thing they have to receive is value. First thing they have to experience is culture, right? Yeah. So that's your first reach out to them. But then there's some then there's some follow-up that needs to be done a certain way. And what happens is people get distracted, right? So yeah. if it takes two weeks to effectively make this, you know, make this uh, uh, the co-op calling connection and conversation to in order to establish yourself as an option in that agent's mind, if it takes two weeks to really establish that, what happens is people get bored. They come with the new quote unquote shiny software and they start a little bit and then they get distracted and then they forget about it. They begin yep. the process and then they don't take those small steps that make a big difference. So you have the conversation with them and after you have the conversation with them, you send a nice handwritten card that says, hey, it was really great talking to you. I mean, that makes all the difference in the, in the world as long as it was really great talking to them. Yeah. And, and so all those little steps make a huge difference. And in, in one, keeping you on track with a, with a pattern that works. And two, it allows you to appropriately measure. Because if the handwritten card part isn't working, right, you can truly determine that it isn't for whatever reason. You need to be able to eliminate that. But the only way you can do that is if you're truly giving it a try consistently enough to see what type of response that you're getting from it. Yeah, and, 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 that's, and that's perfect because of follow th- right? That brings us into to follow through, which right. isn't number five, guys. I'm not jumping the gun. Right. Um, but it's... It, I think I think follow through goes right into uh, listing priorities. Yep. Right. They're they're one in the same thing. Because yep. how many of us you know have made a list? How many of us have purchased a book, read one chapter, put it on the shelf or whatever? Yep. If you've gotten that recruiting program, you tried it for a month, you got like three recruits, and everybody's like, "Man, you're killing it," yep. and you put that on the shelf. Right. All all of us are guilty of doing those things, but if it, it's almost like the the number one priority on your priority list needs to be. Follow up, follow yeah. up on everything else that's on this list. That's right. Finish the list. Yep, absolutely. Which actually brings us into the fifth one, right? Yep. If you're following up on the list and you have a list of the things that you're supposed to do and you're checking in with those and making sure that they're done and the right people are on the bus and all that kind of stuff, you're going to have really good data. You and I talk about absolutely. We don't talk about this on the podcast as much, but off of the podcast, we talk about data in every conver- business conversation we have, right? Yeah, it's so, my favorite subject. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for, for a great reason. I mean, the, the reason why is, you know, with good data, you can make better decisions, right? Yep. And so that's what all of these pieces are doing is these pieces are bringing us to making effective decisions and making fundamental decisions based on the information that you have, right? Which is the fifth one that Peter Drucker talked about was, uh, you know, in, in, that, in, uh, in his book was, you know, effective decision making. And yep. you have to have the data to be able to do it. Yeah, you have, to, you have to have data to make a decision. Otherwise, you're making a guess. Right. 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 And, you know, and, it, and, 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 and who wants to be out there guessing their way through business or guessing their way, guessing their way through recruiting? Well, you know. A lot of people do. Oh, I know. I just said right. who wants to. Oh, uh, well, okay. I got yeah, you. I didn't right. say who does. Right, like I'm nobody sorry. does that. I must have tuned out for a second there. I thought yeah, that no, was a... no one goes in there and just opens up a folder and starts just calling people, guessing on what to say. Right. That would never happen. <laughs> So, uh, so, so being an effective uh, executive, right, by Peter Drucker was that was the name of the book. There's five five core principles that he goes over in the book. One was managing time. One was choosing what to contribute to the organization. Uh, uh, well, let me say it like this: Number one was managing time. Number two was choosing what to contribute to the organization. Number three was building on strengths. Number four was setting the right priorities, and number five was effective decision making. Right? Yep. 
So as we, uh, as we wrap up, there's some things that, uh, that people have to make sure that they can do so that they can stay connected with us. What do they got to do? Yeah, absolutely, guys. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Stitcher or Deezer, you know, make sure make sure you hit the button and you get uh, you get notified every time that we, we put a new podcast out. Um, if you're watching this on on YouTube, then make sure you hit that red button and subscribe to the channel. Um, by all means, you know, go and go and go and check out our, our, our website and you can actually see episodes of um, or, or a list of all of our episodes on our website. Yep. Just click on podcast prospectboomerang.com. Um, click on podcast. It'll have everything you can watch. You can listen to all the other episodes. We also, you know, have a have a VIP list on there. So you know, feel free to go and 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 send us a send us a little message there, and and we'll put you on the VIP list and start sending you some some recruiting tips and, and bonus and content there. and everything. Absolutely free. Exactly. Just uh, we just we, as always we just uh, we what? Yeah, you know, we just want to be part of your bin. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> We want to be part of your win, everyone. Oh, yeah. We want to be part of your win. Yeah, I, I, I got mistaken. My All, right. Bad. All right. Until next time. See you guys.